Holy fuck! That was diabolical! Welcome to the Diabolical 7, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 2, Episode 6, The Bloody Doors Off. Um, I thought this was a good episode overall. I am mildly impressed with this episode. Now, I I, want to do this right at the start. Okay, I want to get my biggest problem with this episode out of the way and my biggest problem with the show out of the way. Now, the negative that I'm about to bring up is tied into a bigger problem with the show, which is something I've already talked about, but let me explain what I'm talking about here. Now, this might sound really harsh, but I do genuinely mean what I'm about to say. A-Train and The Deep, if they... I'll give you an A and B scenario. A, if they never showed up on screen again, I'd never care. B, if they were killed off screen again, I'd ne- I if they were killed off screen, I'd never care. If they were killed on screen in any way, shape, or form, I wouldn't care. And that's C, isn't it? Uh, A, B, C, D. Um, I just don't care about them at all. I just really, really don't. I think that the scene with the two of them at that dinner table is the weakest scene of the episode. One of the weakest scenes of the entire series. And I just don't think that those characters have got enough depth to them. Now, it's interesting when you bring up um, Lighter. I can't remember his full name, so I'm going to call him Lighter. Uh, Sam um, Ashworth's character. Already way more interesting than A-Train and The Deep put together. Already far, far, far more interesting. Same thing goes for Stormfront. I'd easily have those two take up the screen time over A-Train. Because like I said, if A-Train and The Deep just never showed up again. I put, you know what? I said this last week about The Deep, but I'm going to add A-Train into the pile. I don't notice when they're not on screen. Because I just don't care about them at all. Now, you know, if you're on the opposite side of the coin, you really like those characters, I'd like to know why you like those characters. Um, Not as a, you know, me getting upset, why do you like them? Just as a debate, conversation, opinion, comparison type of thing. They are easily the two weakest shows, two weakest, sorry, characters in the show. And going back to what I said a minute ago, tying into the show's biggest problem which is that it has too many characters well guess what you can just ditch a train in the deep you can just get rid of them really easily just you you don't even have to write a scene where you say oh they tragically died and whatever just don't ever show them again i'll be fine and like i said i probably wouldn't even notice they're just i don't care about them at all at all it's um I don't know, I'm a, I'm a little bit disappointed in those two characters, but, um, it's, it's, you know, nothing on the actors. Uh, you've got Chase Crawford and you've got, uh, Jesse Usher. Nothing against the actors, they're doing a good job with what they've been given. I just don't care about those characters at all. And when I look at the likes of Annie, Starlight, Billy Butcher, Homelander, Huey, um, Kimiko, Queen Maeve... Uh, Black Noir wasn't in this episode. Frenchie. Frenchie's becoming really, really interesting. I think he's probably... I mean, there's probably a big fan base out there for Frenchie. He is one of the best characters in the show. 
Uh, Milk, or MM as some people refer to him as, is one of the best characters in the show. And you'd look at the likes of Milk or MM and Frenchie and think, okay, these, these are two smaller characters in the show. They're not quite the level of a Huey or an Annie or a Billy or a Homelander. They're, they're not quite that level. But they're far more interesting than they train in the deep. They they just they just really are. So uh but that's just I just wanted to kind of get that out of the way. I sort of had a realisation after well not really a realisation. I kind of added A train to that list after this episode. I just don't care about them and they can disappear and I'll probably never notice. So <laughs> there's that. Uh but I've got that out of the way. Um Thought this was a good episode, interrupted by some A train and the deep uh scenes. I think Aside from those two characters, the still the show's still got a little bit of an issue with jumping slightly more frantically between characters than what they need to. And like I said in the pilot episode, it's nowhere near as bad as Titans. Nowhere near as bad as Titans in terms of structure. Structure is the main thing I'm talking about here. Not quality, not characters, not story. Structure is what I'm talking about here. Um... It's got a much much better structure than something like Titans, but it's it it could do with some improvements, you know. I just think that I think what we could maybe go for is longer scenes with certain characters. Fair enough, you know, you got three, four groups of characters, which again is possibly too many, and you want to show them each in each, you want to show each of them in each episode. You want to try and progress them each in each episode. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's what you want to do. You don't you don't want to do what The Walking Dead used to do in earlier seasons, which is going two or three episodes without seeing characters and thinking, oh, what happened to that character and that character and that character was up to something and what what was it? I forgot. It was two episodes ago. You don't want to jump into that sort of situation. Um, so yeah, but uh, going into individual parts of the episode. Um, I liked what they did with the soup inmates, the um, the, the the new soups that they've got. They've got the I didn't catch her name, but the new female one who can just um, close her hands and pop people's heads open. Really cool idea. And again, not to sound harsh, already more interesting than the deep and A train. She just is because she's so much. She's just so much cooler. Um, and I'm here to be honest, and that's my honest opinion. And what else am I supposed to do? Uh, she's really, really interesting. And I like the sort of subtle little um, ending to the episode. You don't see sort of the violent act. Obviously, she kills the person who's driving the car, obviously. And drives off with it. Really, really interested to see more of her. She's uh, really, really cool. I quite liked what they did with Homelander and uh, Stormfront. Her previous name was Liberty, so I'm going to call her Stormfront because that's her current name. Wasn't quite sure where they were going with it in the episode because it sort of seemed like, okay, they were almost, I mean, they're in a sexual relationship. They're not in a boyfriend-girlfriend type of relationship. That's not what's going on here. Although, possibilities maybe for the future, depending on how that relationship goes. But they're obviously in a sexual relationship and obviously there's the violent scene that the episode opens with and he crushes that guy's head. Typical boys kind of thing. Fair enough, you know, it's it's in the show's DNA. Um, and then uh, a little someone starts to get feelings, Homelander. Now, if I'm to bring my own little analysis to this episode, which is what I'm here to do as well. 
Homelander is trying to replace the relationship that he had with Madeline and put all that energy into Stormfront. Quite clear to me that that's what he's trying to do. Um, now this is a different in terms of the physical relationship. This is a little bit different to Madeline because obviously Stormfront's got powers and you know it's a uh, uh, what's the best way to put this? A power sexual relationship. Powerful, a powerful sexual relationship, um, and obviously he gets flowers for her, and then seemingly burns the entire RV or the whatever they the trailer, whatever they call it. I thought that was really interesting. See things like little things like that do add quite a lot to what Homelander is about. You know, he's he's starting to change a little bit. He despised the Stormfront, obviously, because of the social media stuff that was going on, and she was kind of winning the crowd over. And we saw the little uh, dream sequence, if you will, from last week when he when he burnt the whole crowd, and uh, obviously that was you know just his kind of imagination. Uh, and then you get into this episode, and he's got flowers for her, and not only does she, um, ah, oh, was it push him off sort of thing? I was like, okay, I'm, I you've got this surprise for me, but I'll be back later. And then says so she's got a uh, meeting with is it Vaughn Vort? whatever the thing's called, uh, you know, comes back later, realises that she's been caught out lying. I didn't think that she was lying. I do, did just think, like, oh, she's just going to a normal soup meeting or whatever, whatever you'd probably call it. Uh, comes back, and then Homelander has this realisation. He's been waiting around for her for a long period of time. Don't know exactly sure how long, but a long period of time. And then... His feelings take over him. I really, really like what they're doing with Homelander this season. And there was a certain point in this episode. Where. Um, they started to show a bit more of their powerful sexual relationship and everything. And I kind of thought like. Oh, they've. Given in to each other. And I did think that at one point. The. Tension between them. Um, in terms of power. Uh, like you know, who's who's kind of in control of who? Not in a, in not not in part of the sexual relationship, but just in terms of the fame thing because of what was going on before with how Stormfront was, um, you know, t- taking taking power over his popularity presence. Um, if you get what I mean, I thought I did think at one point they'd maybe push that to the side and they'd kind of just given into each other or just sort of fallen for each other um but then they changed that round and it's turned into more of a uh possibly more of a loving relationship but then there's there's sort of like three different points with them in this episode because there's a point where they disagree sorry there's a point where they're like really comfortable at the start of this episode and they've kind of given into each other sexually or whatever um and then, well, like, falling for each other sexually, that, that that sort of thing. And then you get, like, the sort of power dynamic with the meeting and stuff, and that doesn't go well. And then them kind of admitting at the end of the episode that they sort of needed each other, in a way. So I like the different three stages of, of them in this episode. Thought that was really good. And again, just really great character development for both of them, for Stormfront and for uh, Homelander. I uh, thought it was really good. I will say the one thing that's disappointing me a little bit about Homelander at the moment. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name. Because um, he hasn't popped up for a couple of episodes. But Homelander's son basically. And he was going to like train him and do some cool soup, soup kind of stuff with him. I was quite interested in that. 
I don't know where that's gone because it hasn't been on screen for a couple of episodes. But I was quite intrigued where that was kind of going. But they haven't sort of addressed that for a couple of episodes. So I'd like to get back to that a little bit as well. Because uh, of course uh, Billy sort of fell out with Becca. And um, Becca's obviously gone back to their son. Uh, I can't for life of me remember his name at the moment. But um, yeah I, I'd like them to maybe get back to a little bit of that. But specifically for the Homelander side of things. Of like what is what is his next plan with his son uh we shall see so that was good um i thought huey was pushed to the side a little bit in this episode but you know he gets the injury and he's the injured character of the episode um but there's still obviously some stuff going on there i like the little trio dynamic between huey annie and billy i thought that was good in this episode and them trying to sort of come up with this plan and then they accidentally kill that guy and that was really tragic so i i enjoyed that little sort of trio relationship in a way uh, i thought those developed really well together you can clearly tell that billy is not comfortable being around annie because obviously the whole soup thing and what happened with becca and everything which is one of the big main parts of the boys itself is uh billy's hate of the of the soups so i thought that was really good um so i really liked that uh let's leave it at that for a minute let's take a little quick break and we'll go into some housekeeping we'll see you for the rest in a minute hey there i'm aaron holman host of eye to eye a weekly podcast talk show all about passion i have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me hello with performing there's always a story to tell whether it's my own or not creativity i go he's more than cute he's creative all with an lgbt twist Make sure to check out Eye to Eye, that's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it, there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Gualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. 
As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, we're still continuing our Breaking Bad podcast. They're still going to get continued to be released on Wednesdays. We're up to Season 1, Episode 3, so if you've missed any of that, if you want to rewatch Breaking Bad or watch it for the first time, uh, it's available on Netflix in the UK and Amazon, uh, sorry, on AMC uh, for, for the US. Uh, I'm thinking of Amazon, obviously, because I'm doing a boys podcast. But uh, Breaking Bad, AMC for the US and Netflix for the UK. Season 1 episode 3 is the latest episode and there will be episode 4 released on Wednesday so have a look out for that if you're a fan of Breaking Bad or if you've never checked it out before which I'd highly, highly recommend that you do because I think it's the best show on television but uh, there's that. Uh, Gaming Talk this week, uh, Microsoft has acquired Bethesda um, or the company that owns or is part of Bethesda but basically they've Xbox is going to have um, the rights to Bethesda games does that mean they're going to be exclusive what does that mean it obviously means some big stuff for Game Pass so me and Robert discussed all of that but they brought them for 7.5 billion dollars which is quite a lot of money for Bethesda I don't think they're quite worth that much money but um, yeah they did that this week we talked about Cyberpunk 2077 and a whole bunch of uh, other things as well. Uh did a small little podcast for Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Not a preview podcast. I won't be doing one for the third season. But just a little primer. To sort of say, okay, the show's coming back soon. So am I. The air date, which is the 15th of October for the US for CBS All Access. And then the next day on Netflix for the UK, October 16th, which is a Friday. Which is the same day that you can expect the podcast. So uh, if you want to, go and get subscribed to either the main Entertainment Talk feed uh, on iTunes by searching for Entertainment Talk. Or you can search for Star Trek or Discovering Star Trek on iTunes as well or just keep your eyes on entertainmenttalk.org as well so there's that uh, what else did we do uh, I saw a film on Netflix it's called Alive it's a zombie horror film did a spoiler free review and debuted a new part of the skip don't skip rating system which is for the must see rating which is a little bit self explanatory but I explained it on the podcast as well so uh, you can check that out if you want to let's play Sundays 53 for Crash Bandicoot 4 that was really fun to do and of course the Premier League has come back so I talked about Manchester United's recent matches and whatnot. Uh, that's everything at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's move back to the boys um Kimiko, I uh, she didn't have too much to do necessarily in this episode. She had to pretty much restrain herself for the entire episode. Really, it's quite uh, quite impressive. Uh, and obviously, Frenchie and uh, Milk, which is what I basically call him, um, they uh, were trying to restrain her throughout the episode. Of course, Stormfront was there, and Stormfront has killed her brother. So there's obvious tensions there. I mean, just th- throughout that whole. Uh, whatever the building was called throughout all of the scenes in that building was intense the whole way through and uh, I thought that was really good but yeah Kimiko kind of adding herself to the story as well with um yeah her having to sort of restrain herself the whole time I thought was uh, kind of interesting or hold herself back kind of thing I thought was good speaking of this whole asylum would you call it hospital asylum for these new soups I saw something on uh, Twitter from the, I think it was from the boys account this week that said that this was going to be one of the craziest episodes so far for the boys. Now I can see why they said that because of obviously you've got a character that can 
look at someone clench their hands and blow up their head. Which is pretty crazy. I mean, The Boys is already pretty wild itself. Um, I thought it held up in terms of being crazy. I do think The Boys has done some crazier things in the past. Um, I will admit, this, this isn't something I'm disappointed with in the episode. But just a point that I would like them to have done. I wanted to see... Um, I mean, because this new soup woman is obviously going through this place and killing people. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that. Just to give a little bit more to that character. Now, obviously, we're going to see that character a bit later on in, in the remaining two episodes of the season. Which isn't much left at all now. Um, but I just would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that chaos and... You know she's broke. She's been able to break out, and she's she's breaking free and killing people, and that would have been really crazy. So I just would have liked to have seen that a little bit more for some some potential early character development. I thought they had uh, a bit of an opportunity there, but nonetheless, I still thought what they did in the hospital or asylum was uh, really good. So especially you know later when um, Sean Ashmore's character uh, gets involved with store uh, with. Uh, Stormfront and she comes in and she talks she's asking about what's going on. I thought that was another good point of tension, so I thought that was really good. Uh who else have we got here to talk about? Um Frenchie and uh Milk, really good. I liked what they did in this episode and getting a bit more backstory on Frenchie was really good. Um slowly becoming one of my favourite characters in, in the series. I, I know that some people already like him quite a lot. I liked I I I liked him before. It's just I like him a lot more now, which is which is great. Um, not because of the character development, just they, they've given him a lot of focus and a lot of screen time, and I just like that, because he's an interesting character, so that was really good. Uh, moving on to the Queen Maeve stuff, I'm honestly just not sure how to feel about the whole, uh, LGBTQ thing with her, because obviously, like I said last week before, I am a bisexual person, and I do relate to her character in some way, obviously she's different, she is a, uh, did they say gay or lesbian? I can't remember, or was it bisexual? I honestly can't remember, unfortunately, but she's part of, obviously, the LGBTQ community, and so am I, but obviously she's a woman, and she has different feelings to me, and that sort of thing, um... I don't know, I'm not angry, I'm not disappointed, I'm not happy, I'm not sad, I'm not excited. I don't really know how to feel about that whole storyline. Um, it's Annoying Maeve, which is kind of interesting. You can use that for an interesting opportunity. Now obviously her and her girlfriend um, do get the, the video of the... I think that was from the airplane from season 1, wasn't it? The Homelander Maeve situation and she's trying to explain that to her. That's really interesting. That creates an interesting point of kind of conflict for them too. And I thought that was really good. I'm just not sure about the whole... I don't know. Her doing this film and like Homelander outed her and everything. And just... I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that to be honest. I mean I'm supposed to have feelings on uh, everything in the show. Because I'm here to talk about it. But sometimes I just I just don't. And I don't know how to feel about that. So I want to see how that develops a little bit more. But um... It's just fine, whatever, I, I, I don't know really, to be honest, so I'm going to uh, stop trying to force myself to have an opinion on it, but um, it is what it is at the moment, but the, the more interesting piece of that, of that relationship is, uh, of course, the conflict now that's arrived with that, uh, to do with um, the airplane situation with, uh, with her and Homelander, so I thought that was really good. 
And I think that's pretty much everything. I've there's no way I I mean this might not be a great thing of me to do, but I'm not going to go into an analysis of the deep and A train. There, you know, he's trying to deep's trying to get A train in with this whole church thing that's going on. I just don't care. I really don't care, and uh, I've I've really not got much else to say about it because I just I don't know. It's just. They have potential to be interesting. I'm just looking for this show to get rid of a few characters. And those are the top of my list. Um, now it's interesting because some people. I'm not going to completely give up on trying to give an opinion on this. Because some people have said like all oh, the deep. And they're doing some more interesting emotional stuff within this season. I kind of thought that might have some potential. When they did the um, uh, the partnering thing from was that last week's episode you know when um he was interviewed almost doing an interview sort of thing with all these different women i thought that had potential but i don't know like they're both trying to work their way back into the seven and i don't want them back in the seven because i just don't care about them so uh i think i've gone on enough about those two characters but um they're just simply not interesting to me so I don't have too much else to say. And that's pretty much my thoughts on this whole episode. Thought it was good. Thought it was fine. Um, It did some stuff really well. It did some character development really well. And others that I just don't care about. So we'll see how the rest of the uh, season develops. We've only got two episodes left. So uh, they've not got too much time to um do something else with the season. I will say I missed uh, Black Noir this week. Because he's got potential to be a really cool character. And uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character hasn't been in the show for two episodes, which is a little bit disappointing because he's a phenomenal actor and uh, he fits in really well with the Homelander stuff that they were doing. So uh, I'd like to see a bit more of him. So there we go. Uh, But what did you think of this episode of The Boys? What do you think of my not really hate for Deep and A-Train? I just don't care about them uh, but how do you feel about the two characters and what's going on with them if you've got a different opinion to me that's completely fine we're here to have a debate about them so uh, let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments or maybe your concerns about the boys or anything related to entertainment talk matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes two episodes to go really interesting stuff building up homelander stormfront some cool stuff there um yeah, that's probably that's probably the biggest thing happening in the show at the moment, I think. What's going on with Storm, uh, Stormfront and Homelander. Uh, especially the whole, you know, Liberty reveal at the end. I thought that was good. Um, okay, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's my thoughts. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. I'll be back next week um, at pretty much the normal time for 2.07. Season 2, Episode 8, the season finale, will be... Um, it won't be on the Friday, it'll either be on the Tuesday or the Wednesday of the week after because I want to get Robert in uh, on the finale because he's been asking to come on the podcast and I'm completely fine with that obviously, he's a great co-host, a good friend and all that uh, and I'd be very interested to uh, bounce off of his opinion, I was trying to think of the right way right way to put that, uh, bounce off of his opinion of the boys because I don't really know what he thinks of the season yet so uh, we can uh, have quite an interesting conversation there for the finale. So, yeah, but uh, in the meantime, stay tuned to everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, that would be great. That would be really, really helpful. You can do that on Patreon. We have the $1 and $3 level tiers. 
for instant podcast and free podcast and review options as well so check that out the one dollar three dollar level tiers Amazon affiliate link if you buy stuff on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra iTunes feeds please rate review subscribe to those you can either search for the diabolical seven or the boys or entertainment talk on iTunes and get rate review subscribe to all of that that will really help us out David's also on iTunes through Geek Town as well for all your latest up to date reliable TV and film news oh speaking of TV and film news I almost forgot there is I took a screenshot of it earlier let me just get that up for you all now. Um, I don't appear to have saved that. Where'd it go? There we go. I knew I saved it. Uh, the boys are getting a spin-off TV series um, about a college for young soups in the works at Amazon. Now, if I look at that idea... And think of what they did in the Asylum Hospital place this episode. That's got quite a lot of good potential. I just will find it interesting how closely it's tied into the boys. Will it have any appearances from characters? Will certain characters move over to this show? Are they going to set up new characters in this show to move over to the other show? Or is it going to have nothing to do with it? We shall see. I think the idea's got some potential. I think it could be quite interesting. Uh, will I cover it here on the Diabolical 7? Maybe. I mean, it's just gotten to series, so it won't be here for at least a year, if not two. Or maybe 18 months or so. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, may- maybe early 2022, possibly. We shall see. Um, but, um, yeah. It could be good. It's, it's, it's just a bit too early to tell yet. But if you get some hot-headed teenagers that don't have control over their power because they're you know teenagers or young young hot-headed people or maybe some just ordinary teenagers i guess um you mix them together maybe you have some crazy the boys type scenes and it could be good who knows so anyway let me know your thoughts on that one as well uh of course matthew at entertainment tool.org twitter etalk uk contact page information in your show notes uh so that's that but yes as i was saying a minute ago because uh, i almost forgot to talk about that um you can find david on geektown.co.uk for all your up-to-date reliable tv and film news geektown radio is on tuesdays have a look out for all that as well um, so either Geek Town on iTunes podcast services or Geek Town Dakota UK. Uh, Bex is streaming daily over on Twitch. You can join her for some geeky gaming and chatter and all sorts of cool fun stuff over there. Uh, if you search for Trista Bytes, that's Trista B Y T E S. Trista B Y T E S. Go and search for that on Twitch. Follow her. Subscribe to her for all that cool fun stuff. Uh, word of mouth. If you want to tell people that you know about the content that we've got here on EntertainmentTalk.org. Or about uh, Bex's Twitch stream and David's Geek Town TV Film News website. Please feel free to tell people about that stuff. Word of mouth really, really helps us out. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, different Facebook groups if you can. That really obviously helps us out as well. So do that as well. And lastly, please look out for um, Let's Play Sundays on Sundays as well for the video game Let's Play stuff. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you next week for the penultimate episode. We'll see what's uh, in store for that. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.